Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for listening to this podcast of Bet MGM Tonight. Our show is live every weeknight from 7 to 11 p.m. Eastern on Odyssey radio stations around the country. Odyssey.com as well as the Odyssey app. Now, joining us on the Roman Guest Line is our guy, not one but two segments from Alan Bell of Sportsline. Alan, thank you for joining the show. How are you doing on this fine hump day? I'm doing fantastic. Y'all doing all right? We're doing good, Alan. I have to say, though, Tennessee. Didn't you say the Chiefs were cooked, too? Are they still in the oven, or are we are we taking them out what happened, this Sunday? What's happening? What did you see with Tannehill? What did you see with the coaching? I know if anybody's due for a rant other than Ryan Horvath, who's still it's mourning you. the loss of the Green Bay Packers. It's the Tennessee Titans and you, Alan Bell. Yeah, uh, they just didn't show up offensively. Um, I, I mean, hear that, Alan. It. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, exactly, right? Like, it's crazy that we see both number one seeds get knocked out of the playoffs by quarterbacks who combine for zero touchdowns. Right. Like, what in the hell? Like, one game <laughs> yeah. is crazy. Yeah. I mean, you can sing both of them. It's nuts. But, no, I mean, like, it, no excuses. Like, Tennessee's offense just did not show up at all. Ryan Tannehill, he's now looked pretty bad in two straight playoff games, uh, you know, back to last year and this year. They've uh, they've got some they've got some things they have to answer. You know, it kind of similar to the Packers. Like, this is a pretty good team. So, it's like you don't need to blow it up, but you definitely need to figure this thing out because they should have beaten Cincinnati. So, when you say figure this thing out – Blow it up, but not blow it up. Are you talking about the quarterback position? That's what I was wondering too. Uh, I mean, you can say it. It's okay. We we we, well, we well, welcome Tannehill slander around here. He's not. He's not well, Jesus Christ himself. No, not at all. But like, I look at it from uh, you know, let's give reasonable answers here, right? Like, what is the other side of this? Yeah. You know, it's easy to say, and that's been the problem here. You know, in, in sports radio in Nashville this week, is everybody screaming, "Get rid of Tannehill!" It's like, okay, well, great. What's what's on the other side? Like, we, we need to have another side of this equation, you know what I mean? And nobody really has an answer. Like, it's not going to be Logan Wood's side, their backup quarterback, right? Oh, so, it's like, you know, they've got so much money invested in Tannehill. Like, I mean, it would take just something absolutely crazy to pull any kind of a trade or anything off, which is just not going to happen, right? So, it's like, okay, so let's look reasonably at this. How does this team get better? You know what I mean? So, it's like they're going to need to, you know, hit in the draft. They need to find more offensive talent. They need to, you know, get this offensive line a little bit more healthy and a little bit more, you know, kind of strong, so to say, uh, and then go at it. Because, I mean, you got a lot of pieces, right? Like, that, that, that's their best option here. 
Uh, let's take a look at Sunday's game. The first one kicks off 3.05 p.m. Eastern time. The Chiefs at Arrowhead are now 7.5-point favorites, so the hook's back. It's plus money, plus 100 right now to back the Chiefs at home. Uh, the total in that game a little high, 54.5. What are you doing in that game as far as the side or the total? Uh, obviously, like you said, you know, the Bengals. Uh, Burrow took a beating, nine sacks in that game. They didn't score an offensive touchdown, but here they are. Yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs here. Like, I've already placed it at seven. I know it's at seven and a half, and there's a big difference there. But I I think that the Chiefs, like, they just took a sledgehammer to the face from the Bills and didn't flinch. You know what I mean? And, like, look, nothing against the Bengals. They're they're a great team. Joe Burrow's the truth. Like, we all get it. But I I think this Chiefs team is just much better. And I understand that they just played a few weeks ago, but I think the circumstances are quite different here. Uh, And I think the Chiefs are just going to win this game and cover. And, um, you know, you look at all these playoff games that we've had. We've had 10 playoff games so far this year. All 10 teams that won the game's covered. And I know that we've had, you know, what, four underdogs that have won outright, so that helps that number. But we still had six favorites that won and covered as well. And you go back, 31 of the last 34, right? So I'm not going to buck the trend, man. Uh, I think the Chiefs are going to win the game, so I'll take the Chiefs to cover. Alan, another couple of teams that just played one another, Rams and the Niners. Now – Oh, next one. Sorry about that. I forgot we were doing AFC and NFC. <laughs> my 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 bad. My bad. Hey, uh, it's all right. Another thing that I think was interesting about uh, Cincinnati and Tennessee, which I'd be very curious to hear your analysis on in terms of like how Kansas City is going to deal with this. Uh, Kansas City is one of the most blitzing teams in the NFL. I think eighth most, right? Like 27, 28% of the time. And Joe Burrow... Apparently, the stats say he's the number one quarterback in the NFL against the Blitz. But what did you say, Quentin? What was the stat in terms of him he being He is second hurried? to worst in the NBA in pressure to sack um, percentage, right above Zach Wilson and Baker Mayfield. So how do you see this playing out? Because even with nine sacks against the Titans, Joey Burrow found a way to get people involved and at least get field goals. How do you see Joe Burrow being pressured against a team that needs the blitz? They don't, they're not able to rush for in order to get pressure. Yeah, so it's a great question, right? And we talked about it last week. Uh, Matthew Stafford, I believe, is number two. And, you know, we had said that he's lethal against the blitz, and that's why we took the Rams against the Bucks because you force the other team into making a decision, right? Like the Bucks are the, you know, highest blitzing team, uh, you know, in the NFL, in ter- you know, in terms of getting to the quarterback. And they kind of had to make a decision, right? Because it's like, okay, well, Stafford's kind of lighting you up here. You know what I mean? And the Kansas City's going to have to deal with a little bit of that. But I think that they are going to be able to get pressure with just their front four. It might not be, you know, what we saw from Tennessee, Uh, in terms of that, but I think Kansas City, especially if they get Tyron Matthew back, uh, they're talented enough to get enough pressure, right? So uh, that's going to be kind of their game plan, and you've got to attack in spots. Like, they're not going to be able to blitz the, you know, just over and over and over because Joe Burrow can light you up. That said, doesn't mean don't ever blitz, right? Like, you've just got to dial it up at the perfect time, and Spags, their D.C., you know, he's a smart guy, man. He's figured it out. So they'll take their shots for sure. Uh, But for the most part, you know, they're just going to bring their front four and see what happens. Because, you know, to be honest with you, you look at the last three games for the Cincinnati Bengals, their opponents have scored 21 points or fewer in all three of them. And I don't think that it's necessarily because of a staunch Cincinnati defense, right? So it's like, okay, Cincinnati or Cincinnati, Kansas City can look at it and say, all right, we're okay if you score a few points. Like, we're going to score on your defense too. You know what I mean? Like, if you want to get into a shootout, we'll get into a shootout. We think our defense is much better than yours. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's kind of how they approach it. A.B., it's a, it might be a little 
late in the news cycle to ask you this question, but we haven't talked to you since, of course, last week. But the overtime rules now. So, like, the, everybody wanted the Buffalo Bills to get another opportunity to have that football. What do you propose be the the rule, the new rule for how overtime is played? I, I have a little fatigue in how overtime is handled so far. I think it would be great to see both of those guys get an opportunity to go at it at least. Uh, the Buffalo Bills get one shot. But do you have like a, a rule in mind as to how it should how it should go down in extra time? Yeah, so I mean that's another great question, right? Like I, I see all sides of it. Like uh, anybody that would say, "Hey, you know what? You've had an entire game. Make a stop." Uh, I get that. Like, I, I see that side. And I also see the side of, yeah, man, like, especially the playoffs, like whoever wins a coin toss, I think they win the game like 71% of the time or something like that. So it's like, 91. okay, they're kind of 91. Okay. Yeah. Like there's kind of an issue here as well. Um, you know, if I'm the NFL, I'm looking at it saying, all right, what's the most simple way that we could do it. And you just line up another quarter, right? Like I, I, that's how I would go about it. Just say, all right, it's a fifth quarter. Mm. Then in the playoffs, you know, you, you're going to fifth quarter, and if you need a six, you need a six. Uh, I, I, I would try to keep it as simple as possible. I, I think the more that they try to, you know, get cute and, and get, you know, intricate with it, like that's where you run into problems. Like just throw it in an extra another quarter. And how are you going to complain about that? You know what I mean? I actually like that a lot. Alan, some people have been making a big deal. Joe Burrow uh, came out and he said, you know, like when he goes on the road, some of these games, some of these starts, that it's actually louder in the SEC stadiums. Now he goes to Arrowhead. Do you think that's going to play a factor? Like how big is home field advantage? And also, are you buying into that? I know you're a big college football guy. Well, I'll say this. Kansas City Chiefs fans heard him loud and clear. So, I mean, it's going to be loud over there. You know, but, like, first off, I mean, these comments were made back in October. And second, like, I'm here in Nashville. I've been to almost every SEC stadium. SEC stadiums have 30,000 more people that fit into those. You know what I mean? Like, of course they're loud. And they're hammered, let's be honest. Yeah. Exactly, right? Like, you know, in Knoxville, it's 102,000 people, right? Like, I mean, you've got multiple of them. So, of course, they're going to be louder. But, yeah, man, like. That comment's gonna it, it, it got circulated in Kansas City pretty quickly, and that place is already a madhouse. So it's gonna be loud, but you know what, man? This kid Joe Burrow, like he really is the truth. Like I don't think he's concerned one bit about it. It was interesting. I saw a video today that the Bengals were practicing, you know, with uh, you know music and bands and everything playing, like to get them acclimated. Like you see that in college, you don't really see that in the NFL. You know what I mean? It yeah. was like that kind of felt like a college thing. It's a smart move you know, to practice in that and be ready for it. But I, I just found that interesting. Like, I was like, I don't see many NFL teams that do that. You mentioned the Chiefs uh, allowing the Bengals to get a few points because you know what? Our offense is more potent than your offense and our defense is better than yours. So what are you doing with this total? Because it's very high. 50, what, four and a half? Yeah, 54 and a half, right? Like, you've kind of already lost your value here. Like, if you didn't get in early, you know, this is kind of where the market's probably going to set. It might get to 55. I don't think that it goes, you know, any higher than that. That being said, uh, both teams have to score to win this game, right? And and I think that, you know, Kansas City's defense isn't that good. Like, it's a solid defense, but Cincinnati will put up points. Same thing with Kansas City. So, if I'm doing anything, I'm playing the over Mm -hmm. in it. And, again, you know, it's tough because you kind of lost the value with it. But still, you know, I I might look to, you know, tease this game right like I, I think that if you're going to do a teaser this is the weekend to do it and you can bring that number down that might be your best play Allen, in like 30 seconds or maybe 60 seconds do you have any early targets for your prop market yeah like that's another tough one right because yeah. 
we're down to two games and like your star players, like the numbers are going to be baked in, mm-hmm. you know, so you're going to see Kelsey. Look, it's going to be Travis Kelsey. Like we, we have seen that this is Mahomes' guy in the playoff game after game after game. Uh, so I, look, I, I'm going to roll with guys that they trust. Travis Kelsey, I'll play his over on yards. Cooper Cup, I think he's like 96 and a half right now. I'll play that over too because we're going to talk about that game in a minute. But look, Matthew Stafford finds Cooper Cup over and over and over, uh, and that's what that's what quarterbacks do. They find the guys that they're comfortable with in the playoffs. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Adidas. 